0: Love Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Violet Sanctuary Spa, your online holistic spa radio show that inspires, informs, and empowers you to live a wonderful holistic life which gets better each day. Join Tia as she will help you on your journey. She'll love to hear from you. Call in at 619-996 one six four one. International callers, just press the Skype button. And now your host, creator of the Valley Sanctuary Spa, certified Gateway Dreaming Coach, Angel Therapy Practitioner, and certified Crystal Healer, Tia Johnson. Yay! It's Friday! Woo! Throw confetti in the air! Yay! So thank you for coming to the show today. I'm so excited to talk to talk about this topic because it's really interesting, and I feel like it's just going to be so much great information that we can learn and apply throughout our lives. So before I formally introduce Gretchen, I want to just give a few updates uh, about the Saint Sanctuary Spa and to give you the call in number again. So the call in number is six one nine. 996-1641, and you can just press 1 to speak uh, with Rachel and my, or excuse me, Gretchen and myself. Rachel was on the show a while ago <laughs> to speak with Gretchen and myself. Uh, the chat room is open, and I also will be checking my Facebook page because I posted a comment there in case people uh, can't make it in the chat room, but they still have questions you can post right there on the Facebook page. Uh, So a few things. I have a webinar coming up on February the 17th, The Sacred Power of Dreamtime Healing. You can go and register for the webinar on my website. So you can go to VioletSanctuarySpa.com. And if you go to the Events tab, just click on it. You can register right there and it gives you um, a lot of information about uh, the webinar Um, Also, if you subscribe to my newsletter, you'll receive a 30-page workbook. It's called your 2014 Divine Manifestation Workbook, and that's all about creating, manifesting, and thriving uh, this year. So it's really cool. There's a crystal calendar in there, uh, posters I designed, lots of thought-provoking questions to help you uh, be the best you can this year. Um, My book is available to Be Goddess, uh, Discover Your Domain, in which you reign supreme. The physical paperback copies are available on uh, Amazon and Barnes & Noble, and it's also available on the Kindle and the Nook. You can go to my website, VioletSanctuarySpa.com, click on the Books tab, and you'll have all those um, um, uh, available to you, the, the way you can purchase the books and also posted uh, a blog post about the new moon because the 30th was the new moon. Uh, today is the Chinese New Year. So I talk about the new moon the energies of the new moon and there's also a YouTube uh, video meditation for you there. So now to uh, introduce you to the, our special guest today, uh, Gretchen Duham has helped women who are sick of living by other people's rules and definitions and to stop living those definitions, and started listening to the secret wishes of their souls. In 2004, she ended her picture-perfect life and started from scratch with a commitment to following her heart. She quit her job, left her husband, and moved to a different state. Riding the bus one day, she saw a beautiful rainbow spiral sign reading The Center for Balance. Desperately seeking balance, she gave them a call, having no idea what most of their listing listed offerings were about that led her to energy work, dream work, and even a law degree. Taking big steps without looking has always been one of Gretchen's strengths, perhaps it's in her blood her eighth great grandmother was a Nine-tick, sorry if I mispronounced that, Gretchen, medicine woman, and she grew up hearing tales of her mother's grandmother who wore pants and didn't, care, um, and didn't care women weren't supposed to do such things. She also has a vaudeville star in her family tree. Gretchen's essential advice is this, focus on what truly matters, the rest will fall into place. You'll find a safe and, excuse me, comfortable space with her to tap into your creative and intuition so you can live your dreams. And her website is hillergretchen.com. Gretchen, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Tia. I'm so happy to be here. This is, you have such a fun and welcoming and warm space here. So thank you.
0: Oh, no problem. No problem. I'm more than thrilled to have you here. <clears throat> as we or as I'm battling this little bit of code <laughs> so today's topic <clears throat> uh discovered the body success and irresistible magnetism. I felt like when I was reading your bio that that's exactly what happened in your life you You just you you went with it things the body align, and that irresistible magnetism. Can you elaborate more on on that process? yeah,
1: definitely, so. When you know, in, in my bio, you mentioned that in 2004 I four I'd turned 30 and had a major, like midlife quarter life crisis. I guess it would be third life crisis. And um, I would just come home from work every day and be walking the dog, and I'd have a margarita in my hand and just be thinking, "There's got to be more to life than this. There's really got to be more to life than this." And um, and I just started exploring what that might be. So I really made the commitment to following my passions, living my purpose, you know, living my dreams, however you want to phrase it. It's all the same thing of, of knowing what my soul is here to express in, in this body, in this lifetime. And, um, and it doesn't always make sense didn't and it still doesn't always make it didn't and it still doesn't always make sense while I'm living it, but looking in the rear view mirror, you can see the exact path was was clear and um not to say that paths are predetermined, there's lots of different ways to get to a destination. So when I was able to really tap into my intuition, which I had blocked out for a long time, like you know I said when I turned thirty, I had a crisis. before that I was for probably ten years before that, I was really living in my head, you know, like analytical, not really thinking about um, it, you know, not really thinking about anything other than kind of the superficial stuff, like things that we're like supposed to have and be and, you know, got married, had a n- nice house, all that stuff and um, nice, good job, nice cars, everything, the whole nine yards. And, uh, and I stopped really caring about that kind of stuff and I still had, you know, even after I left my husband, started a new relationship, we were very successful in our careers and and um, we're really living that aligned life. And so some examples of the things that were able to happen, like that that irresistible magnetism of what I needed and what I wanted were just drawn to me. Like I have two children that are both medical miracles. I should not, like my my doctor said, I would not be able to conceive without artificial um, reproductive therapy, and I did not need it for either one. And so that's... <laughs> It was pretty amazing to be able to do that, and um, you know, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of stories around stuff with my kids that just have really been all magical. It's just magical—the only way to describe it—and such such lessons also in in being a parent, of course. But just being able to have these two children is magical and it is miraculous. And yet, it's also was practically effortless because it was just this is what we're doing and this is going to happen. Um, and and just things that have just fallen. People always look at me and say, Gretchen, everything in your life always just falls into place. And the, the biggest secret I have for that is really listening to dreams. Um, and listening to, when I started working with my sleeping dreams is when it really clicked for me. I've been doing some energy work. I um, had like the first level of Reiki training and Um, I talked in my bio about the Center for Balance, which is a holistic health center uh, in the area where I lived. It's no longer there, but I had no idea. I mean, I had heard of Reiki. I had no idea what it was. I thought it was Mm -hmm. like this weird thing. And some of the other things that were on their, you know, menu of services, I had no clue what they even might be, like flower essences. I'm like, what is that even? I know what a flower is. (laughs) I don't know what Mm -hmm. flower essences is and what I would do with it, you know, all these things. Um, So I was kind of exposed to some different holistic modalities, but when I started working with my dreams, that was like when it got personal. It was really mm. direct information that I could take and use in my everyday life. Like for one example, I was still working a traditional job at the time. And uh, I wanted to move out of my department. And I didn't care what how, how it was going to happen, but I needed to get out from under the boss that I had at the time. He was a really nice guy, but it was just difficult for us to work together. We had completely different styles and it did not mesh well. Um, And so uh, I knew that a position was coming open in another department that I was definitely qualified for. And I had a spontaneous like sleeping dream. I woke up one morning and had this, I felt like, oh my goodness, this like, you know, in the past I probably would have called it a nightmare kind of a dream because it had a lot of energy to it and it had not such a positive outcome. And I had dreamed Mm -hmm. that I was sitting at my desk and we were way up in the top of a, of a skyscraper. And so and some days if it was really foggy, it would just look like you were in heaven. It was just like you look outside and there would just be white clouds. It was like one of those days in the dream. And it was snowing in the dream and everybody was being sent home. And I stayed because I wanted to talk to the manager of the other department about the job and about whether or not I could do it. And in the dream, his, in real life and in the dream, his office was right next to my boss's office. And I went into his office in the dream and started trashing my current boss and I was just saying that he was, which is not, I didn't think this in real life. And it was really, it was, it was horrible. And in the dream, my boss came in and heard the whole thing and I got fired.
2: Uh, okay. <laughs> and
1: so I woke up and I'm like, wow, wow. I really, so what I took from that was I really have to be careful about how I go about making this change and so instead of going around my current boss's back I went to him up front and I said hey can we have a meeting about you know I want to I love what I'm doing here and you know I've done this much with it and I want to take that piece to another level and I think this job in this other department will help me do that and I think they'd be really excited to have me doing that for them too and it's like you know win-win for everybody and it totally worked and I got the you know I got the transfer no problem it was totally smooth and it was wonderful, but if I hadn't had that dream, I probably would have just gone in to the other department's manager and, and talked to him about getting the job and had it backfire in my face. Um, oh, yeah. So that's one <laughs> really specific example <laughs> of, like, oh, it's really my personal, like, hey, this is information that this is I needed. <laughs> and I know a lot of people have dreams like that. You know, I've been having dreams like that my whole life, and most of us will just chalk it up to anxiety um, and, and ignore it. But it's really important to listen to those dreams that have that big energy. When you wake up feeling a strong, strong emotion, that's a clue. That's a big, that's the that's like the um, wake up call. It's like the ding, ding, ding. The buzzer's going off. That you need to listen to this. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I, I love that dream. It, it gave you alternate endings so to speak. It's like don't yeah, do this. it was
1: the choose your own adventure. I'm like, back up, back up to the other you know, like when you read the choose your own adventure books and then you die and you're you back know. like have to kind of figure out what page you'd been on to Yeah, go back to, to pay the other page. option. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. That's so awesome. I like that a lot. And I, I was actually writing down a few notes as you were talking because now when I think about um discovering divinely aligned success, I do think about things coming together, but it's also a couple of hurdles or, you know, things that, that come into our minds. It's just like, okay, and, and, and you're, you're what was, there has to be more. What? Is this really it? And then it does not one thing to another to another. So I really like that because when we see certain certain people who are successful, you know, we, we see the glitz and and the glam and, you know, the end product, like the website and things like that. But what happened before? And, and I love that. And, and you explained it so well. And even with, you know, the, the miracles, you know, things coming together. And I I believe one thing we had to um, remember is that some things just won't be explained, right? You know, like, with your children you know it it was a miracle you know it's something that would happen outside the box so if i were to you know further explain it to the, the listeners i would just say you know expect the unexpected don't and, and on your website you had you know the rule breaker you know <laughs>
1: so it's just like you know, expect- i don't consider myself a rule breaker and it's so funny because so many people do because i just really live by my own rules and some of them happen to be like society's norm. Um, you know, like I, I tend to follow most laws. <laughs> That's just because they're usually good ideas. <laughs> but in terms of like my my current husband, I talked about how I left my first husband. So I'm, mar- I'm remarried. We have two kids, and uh, but we were domestic partners for seven years before we got married, and it. And, like, it was really uncomfortable for some of our family, and, like, our friends didn't understand it. And I was in law school, and um, I, so I had both – I was pregnant twice while I was in law school. And so I was pregnant with my son, and my law school classmates were like, aren't you and your partner going to get married? I'm like, no, why would we get married? We have more rights and responsibilities to each other as domestic partners than we would as husband and wife. They're like, but what about the baby? I'm like, well, the baby's going to come whether we're married or not. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: it was, so there, not- there was there was some judgment that I had to that I had to just kind of live through you know it was it didn't really bother me. Um, trying to think, did any of it other really, you know, when it comes from family, it can be tough. Um, but I I would say that I would have more judgment about my parenting from family than I have about the fact that we weren't married. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I like parenting. A- different than than most of my family members would choose to do.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I like that a lot. That's funny. What about, what about the
1: kids? They'll, they'll come out.
0: <laughs> right. <That's
1: funny. laughs> yeah. They're going to come out anyway. <laughs> so they're like, well, how will you explain it to them? And I'm like, you know, lots of people who aren't married have kids. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's awesome. That's, that's really funny. I like that a lot. So yeah, this, um, uh, yeah, it, it really had me thinking when you said that, and I was thinking um, about again that divine alignment. You mm-hmm. have to uh, make sure that it, it's for you, right? Because if you did say, "Oh, well," Jenny said, "Oh, what about the kids?" You know what? Let's get married. And say you pressured your, you know, your your then um, um, partner to get married. He, you know, would have been like this. Beside I was like, why is she doing this? This isn't you, you know. It, it wouldn't have been you mm-hmm. talking. It would have made the whole relationship, uh, you know, uncomfortable, you know. So, uh,
1: exactly. And then when I, when I did, I, I brought up the subject. We got married a year ago. And I brought up the subject. We were taking a trip. This is another, like, crazy thing, like, totally rule breakers. We just left <laughs> for a month. And of course we arranged for everything. We didn't just disappear. Um, and so we, we just decided we were going to, I had a couple of business trips on the West coast and we decided what like. and I had a wedding. One of my good friends was getting married. And so it was like, it was, the things were like a month apart and, spread in between so we're like well we'll just take the whole time there's no sense in me flying out and coming back and then all going as a family and coming back and me going out again it was just so it just made more sense to just all go this is one of those things that other people look at me and think you're crazy to bring your family on a four-week trip and whatever (laughs) We, we do really well with that living out of hotels for months no big deal we've done it before we when my when I was pregnant seven months pregnant with my daughter my son was eighteen months old we took a two month trip around the country
2: and I, wow. um, I I had
1: speaking engagements all around the country so this was like only a month and only in one you know we're in two states we're only in California and Arizona you know one plane trip no big deal and uh so I thought well I just had this hit, like intuitive hit kind of a thing of but we should get married when we're in Arizona I know it's really easy to get married in Arizona. I have, family members who you basically just show up and you can get married. There's no waiting period or any kind of any, you just show up. And uh, so I, I brought it up. I'm like, Hey, I was thinking maybe we should get married next month in Arizona. And, he, and it was exactly like you said, like, you trying to figure out like where is this coming from? And, and so when we talked about it, I was like, I just feel that the energy of fighting that no we're not married is too strong you know like it's 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 mm-hmm. become about not being married instead of being about our relationship and mm-hmm. uh, and and i said i just feel like maybe it's the right time and he's like okay well we'll see and so we get to arizona and we're in sedona and i was like so should we go over to the courthouse and see if we can get our marriage license and he's like sure if it's easy it'll work out and it totally did we walked in we got the paper was no big deal and then um we didn't get married that day because i had uh an event that I was going to where I had, you know, mutual friends that were going to be there. And I was like, well, let's wait until we're with our friends. That way at least, you know, somebody will be there with us and it's not just <laughs> signing the paper in the courthouse.
2: <laughs> and so
1: I show up to this event and I was like, Hey, to do my friends. I'm like, Hey, do you guys want to come sign my marriage certificate? They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, and I <laughs> are going to go up. We're, you know, there's like this really pretty lookout in the hotel. and We're going to go up there and we're going to sign our marriage certificate. We need two witnesses. Will you guys come? And they were like oh, so honored. And the, <laughs> the coach, it was a coaching event. It was a big, big coaching program. And she found out. And so she sent the photographer up to take pictures. Wow. <laughs> and she announced it to fun. everybody like Gretchen and Paul just got married. <laughs>
0: wow. That's pretty cool. And Sedona is a spiritual hotspot as well. So it was really perfect.
1: Yeah, we actually got married in Tucson in a in a in a there's a I mean the has all the vortexes, but in the place where we got married in Tucson is um oh I can't remember what it's called, but it's not like a vortex, it's some other kind of spiritual um connection. It's like a like there's like a high a, a spiritual superhighway between the astral mm-hmm. plane and this plane I was told. I don't really know much about it. <laughs>
0: wow, that's really awesome. I yeah. love that. So again I was taking notes because um well for my personal <laughs> learning experience as well but also to uh to, to bring everything together. So, um mm-hmm. uh again I, I was writing about the divine alignment and I think this is so important. I know mm-hmm. the other half is the irresistible magnetism, but I just believe that once you um once you start to align what with what's good for you, then the the magnetism is almost instantaneous because just like you were saying, hey, you know, you want to get married? Sure, yeah, we'll see if it works out. You know, we go there, and then you had your two witnesses. Oh, and the bonus now you have a photographer. A photographer can be crazy expensive, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but it's, know. Boom, 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 right there, you know. So I just thought that was really really awesome. And uh, again, with the how you with this learning phase and with I want to go back to the dreams for a minute because I felt like that was a really good uh, turning point as as well because uh, a lot of people do tend to brush off their dreams because they don't understand it. They may entertain a thought a little bit like, wow, that was a crazy dream, but then mm-hmm. they kind of forget about it going throughout their day. So – it was really cool that you had a dream where you were talking, you know, and, and then your boss came in and it, and like you say, he's a nice guy, but it could have been that he took what you said the wrong way, you know, and then mm-hmm. let's all that craziness. So I, I really liked that. Cause I, I love dreams. So I really thought that was cool that uh, you were able to take that dream and then apply it to your waking life and think, wait a minute, let me go a different route. And then in your waking life, you know, with, um, Now your husband, you just decided, okay, this is what's aligned for me. This is what's good for me. And I
1: think a lot of people in that situation would have been scared to make that change. We were domestic partners for seven years. We already had two kids. And my, you know, the day we got married, my son was four at the time and he cried. And so we're like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, I'm really sad. Uh, because you guys are getting married and we're like, oh no, this is about our family and it's about love and it's not, any, and, and it's not about anything to be sad about. So what, we you know, we kind of try to dig in as much as you can with a four year old. And he said, I'm really just worried that things are going to change. I love our family the way it is. And Aww. so, we're, and so I was like, oh, I promise absolutely nothing will change. So our anniversary was last week and it was like, you know, even more low key than the wedding um so i was like hey it's our <laughs> anniversary <laughs> Surprise. so i asked my son i had totally forgotten my husband was like hey and facebook told me facebook was like happy anniversary i'm like oh thanks <laughs> and so i asked my son i'm like so remember a year ago mommy and daddy got married he's like yeah and i said do you remember you were sad he's like i was sad i was worried that things were going to change and i said well did they he said, he smiles and says, no, everything's just as great.
0: Oh, <laughs> love that. Yeah.
1: So so I want to talk a little bit about, um, like there's, there's a lot of energetic and spiritual stuff, but it's also super, super practical. Having this, you know, divinely aligned success so you can have the irresistible magnetism. It's really all about kind of finding out what your own superpower is. And this mm-hmm. is something that people take for granted. And that's why I love finding it through dream work because it's something that everybody does. It's really accessible and it's, you know, it happens every night and you can even have it happen when you're awake too. Um, So when you know what your superpower is, then it's going to be really easy to follow what, follow where that leads and to really listen to how that's going to express itself like in your, in your life and in your, you know, what kind of your purpose or your calling. So for me, like for a long time I thought my superpower was, Really, like, all in my head. Like, if you asked me before I had my, like, quote, spiritual awakening, like, Gretchen, what's your superpower? would be like, oh, I'm so analytical. I'm really good at solving problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, if you're a problem solver, there's going to be a lot of problems because otherwise there's no point to your life, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> that, that really turned my head upside down when I, somebody said that to me. Well, if you're a problem solver, that means you have to have problems. I'm like, what? Oh. <sighs> Good, good advice. Like, oh, like oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want to have problems. <laughs> Maybe I need to figure out something else to do with my life because I'd solve problems. <laughs> I, I want things to be easy. It's like I've decided 2014 is the year of things being easy. 2013 mm-hmm. was hard for me and a lot of other people I know. And so mm-hmm. 2014 seems to be just like way easier. It's only a month in, but so far. And um, so when you have, when you know what your superpower is, Um, it's something that you probably take for granted. So what I find with most people that I talk to about this is that they're really dismissive about it because it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's no big deal. You know, that's just something that I do. Mm -hmm. Well, that's really sad that we think that, isn't it? Like that's one of the saddest things to me when people, and I do it myself too, of course, everybody does. But because what our society values is like, you know, that analytical stuff and being able to solve problems. But what is really important are those usually the human connections that we can make with people. So, almost all the people I've worked with on this their superpower has not been something that they had ever been paid for in their life, mm-hmm. and that, like it, myself included, you know, it's it's so hard to like make that switch from what you were kind of raised and trained to do. And I mean, those of us that even have graduate degrees, it's like, feels like maybe that was a waste to spend all that money on all that education when that's not something that is really what our soul is fired up about. And I know when I was in college, like I really was, I was very creative. I wanted to be a musician or a costume designer. And I actually did professional costume design. And it just wrecked me emotionally. It was so hard to do it every day and have my heart be out there like that. And so I was really shut it off because of that. And that's that was a, a you know that was a big big learning experience and big growth for me later on in life. Um, but having that vulnerability, which is kind of a buzzword these days, of being vulnerable and being courageous making those human connections, it feels so magical when that happens. And it it's creates a ripple effect. And I like to visualize that, like kind of the energy of ha- what's happening. And so it's, it's like neurons in the brain, like there's little cells firing. And so like you and I are talking right now. And so we have that you know connection between us and there's people listening. And so then that connection goes out to them. And then they're going to think about it some more and they're going to talk to somebody else about it. It's going to just keep popping around like that. That doesn't happen, like focused on, Bringing in money to our lives, or you know, all those things that that tend to that make it easier to live in the 3D world. You know, like having having a regular Mm -hmm. stream of income and a regular job and all those things that aren't not aren't necessarily soul fulfilling. So when I work with people on how they really can be irresistibly magnetic to whatever it is they want, whether if they're in business for themselves, it's usually more clients. Um, It could be that you want to be irresistibly magnetic to love, to your right child. Like I was definitely irresistibly magnetic to the two souls that embodied into my children. My my husband Mm -hmm. and I were together. And they still thank us. They're like, thank you for being my mom. They're like, thank you for picking me. Um, (laughs) Yeah. mm -hmm. So what? So having that, uh, like this crystal clear, energy conduit to that information to come in, and then to follow it. So that sh- so everyone has this superpower, and it's how you express it that that then becomes that irresistible magnetism. Um, let me think of a, a good example. I love to teach by example and to talk about examples. So I had a client who. Um, was a coach. She's a, She is a coach and she was not very tapped into her intuition and she came to work with me because I was intriguing to her. And um, so she started doing some of my like creativity and intuition exercises. The next week she had uh, engagement closed for 20,000 euros which was like the wow. biggest one of the biggest things she'd ever had closed. And she was like I can't believe this. And I'm like well And she didn't necessarily do, like there wasn't anything visible on the outside that was different in how Mm -hmm. she did any of the sales process with that particular engagement, but it was just Mm -hmm. that she was tapped into her irresistible magnetism. She knew what her superpower was and she didn't even necessarily say like, I'm really good at X, you know, whatever her superpower was. It was, you know, deep, Mm -hmm. it's creating a deep space for listening and, and change and which is super important for any, you know, this is like a corporate thing. Of course, that's important in corporate. You know, that's the whole point of having a consultant come in is to help people change.
0: Exactly. And
1: mm-hmm. I was just blown away <laughs> when that happened. i like, that's and amazing. Of course, I, it's amazing, but not surprising. That's the, that's the, what I say mm-hmm. over and over and over about all these things about all the synchronicities that line up. Things just fall into place. It's uh, it's amazing, but it's not surprising. Like if I ever stop being amazed by it. Then that is like a, will be a big wake up call for me to be like Gretchen, you're not appreciating it.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And um, I know there's some people on the, the um, listening. And if you want to speak to Gretchen and myself, you can just press the one button and I'll receive a little notification. And also wanted to say I, I believe that a reason why a lot of people have um, issues with the alignment and the magnetism is that. It's almost a, a taboo, because you were saying earlier, you know, people, most people don't get paid for their their uh, their their power, their, their superpower, and it's almost mm-hmm. because they feel like it's a taboo. Oh, what's your major in college? Oh, I want to be a major in this because I believe it's going to make me the most money. Well, what do you love to do? I love to write. Why didn't you become, you know, an English major, something like that? So it's almost like a, a a taboo. So it's really great to hear that you know people are breaking past that whatever it is, their society um, has in um, um, a nice nice little tight little neat box. You know, it was right, it was wrong. And I was talking to my friend about this just the other day. It just came to me. I was in the shower and I thought, what makes a taboo a taboo? Like what is it that, you know, in one culture – a person could get a tattoo in another culture. It's just like, "Ooh, why would you do that?" You know, or, it, or whatever the case may be. And that's exactly what I thought about here when you were, you know, helping your client and when you were talking about, you know, just just breaking through that. And I I really like that and I I believe that it really has to do with that. If I'm if I'm out, you know, what will happen?
1: It's it's really – that's a huge, huge thing for most of the people that I work with and, you know, pretty much everybody I know. Uh, and there's so many reasons for it. I, I know some people be like, well, you know, I was killed for this past life and all that stuff. And that may be true. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that you need to carry that into this life um, right. if that's what you believe. And I don't think we're in a world now where you are going to literally get killed for – being an energy worker. Um, I right. don't think you're in, we're in a world now where you are going to, I mean, you may get, you may get some flack from some people just like I did with not being married and with my parenting choices. And yes, there are people in my life that think what I do is really weird and I'm okay with that because it, mm-hmm. it is so fulfilling to me and I know that it's my path and I know they're getting benefit from it, even if they don't know it. And you, you, right. you can be damn sure that if someone in my family who is not open to energy is not getting an answer From Western medicine, they come to me and ask me for my help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what happens.
1: Yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm, I do do consider myself a healer, and you know, a lot of what I do is healing. But it's not like somebody comes to me because they have a pain. It's like, it's, it's just what happens at the soul level when we work together. A lot of healing happens, but there are, you know, there are specific things like. my uncle thought he had a blood clot in his leg and he went to the ER and they said that he didn't have a blood clot and sent him home and he was still convinced that he did. And so I just, you know, did my magic on him. I'm like, you don't have a blood clot. It's fine. And
2: Mm -hmm.
1: he went went back for the second round of tests and like, it was exactly what I said it was. I'm like, see, this works. You don't have to believe me, but it works.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So we do have uh, a caller here uh, from a two one zero area code uh, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> you can just say this is your first name and where you're from that'd be awesome hello you're on the air hello okay we'll come back yeah so that's really cool because when people do go to the doctors and they don't get maybe the answer they want or you know the doctor is still not thorough with their help, then they do. Yeah, they come to the spiritual person, right? And I say, why not go right. to the doctor and the spiritual person at the same time? Because you, it's it's that that polarity. You're going to get the physical and the spiritual answers because right. you know what happens on the spiritual, you know, crosses over to the physical. So that's well,
1: what yeah. Talking. I mean, if we don't deal with it on the spiritual level, it will. And that's the thing about uh, that's the thing about all of this about dreams about whatever it is that your soul is trying to tell you. It will eventually get the message through, and that's why we have big crises because we're not listening to the little signs.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: um, and I just really don't. I'm like, I had got my gallbladder out in November, and I'm like, me of all people, I have to have this physical crisis to get this message. Like, I was <laughs> yeah. totally shocked that I'm like, what, 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 what didn't I listen to? Like, you know, I have a a, a very strong practice and in, in listening to my dreams and where, mm-hmm. following my heart and all these magic, all this magic happens for me yet. It's still, there was one thing I was missing. And so my body was like, Hey, we need to have this gallbladder thing pop up in order for you to listen. And it was, it was miserable experience. I don't wish gallbladder yeah. pain on anybody. It's the worst um, okay. But it really was like, hey, this needs to be addressed right now. And, you know, that was an, uh, to go back to seeing the doctor and the spiritual person. I, I know I do that. And I, I love my doctor. I live in an area where it's very holistic health friendly. And when I went to my doctor the other day, I'm like, you know, I'm having this problem, but I don't want to take medication. And she's like, well, how about acupuncture? And I was like, I love that you said that. Like, of course, mm-hmm. that's, of course that's the answer. I should have thought of that. And um, when when I was getting my gallbladder out, I had a lot of judgment from people about having it taken out instead of trying to heal it myself. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I trust myself to know when I can heal something myself and versus when I need medical intervention. You know, I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to go around telling people, you shouldn't be doing that. You should heal it yourself. So don't do that to people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Excuse me. It's like one of those those age old questions. Why can't healers heal themselves? Well, doctors go to doctors as well. And and again, is is that polarity? Sometimes you do need to have that surgery. You know, it 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 is what it is. That's that's how it is sometimes. You know, but right, yeah. It, it's also. Um, um, uh... on on if you were to imagine like life being this huge map and you're along the road and this is the time you had to stop and <coughs> excuse me and take the time to heal and do this and and do that it's a, a it's an experience and lots of things mm-hmm. come from that experience i never seen actually when i was uh... asking people to to be guests on my show through um uh, uh... uh... what is this uh... connections authentic connections facebook group that's how
1: Uh,
0: uh, I keep saying Rachel. It's Gretchen. Sorry. It's just that Mm -hmm. your name reminds me of Rachel, but I truly apologize. It does.
1: I've been (laughs) called Rachel my whole life. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay.
2: And uh, I,
0: I had asked, for the listeners, I had asked people through Authentic Connections, a Facebook group, Uh, to be on my show and when I did a lot of people were going through surgeries. and I I asked people back in I think it was November or December and I said hey I'm going to pick up my show in January (laughs) but a lot of people were saying oh I'm going through this I'm going through that and I, I really believed that that was a time for I guess a lot of spiritual people to do some extreme healing and The thing was, when I was going through the healing of my my foot surgery, I was able to do a lot of planning. I was just, you know, home thinking, okay, I, I could do this, 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 this. So, yeah, I mean, could I have healed myself? no (laughs) I had to get stitches (laughs) Mm. I don't know how to do that (laughs) you know (laughs) you know like spiritual people we're not you know the superman or superwoman where we have like a bajillion you know abilities that can do everything you know no (laughs) that's why we have some people who are astrologers and some people who are tarot readers you know but Mm -hmm, yeah that's that's exactly what you reminded me of when you were talking (laughs)
1: Yeah, and I um, I had a bump a a node on my thyroid the year before, and I healed that energetically, you know, with my Mm -hmm. with some in support with of a community. Like I want to say I don't want to take full credit because I had other people supporting me, but it was all energetic, Mm
2: -hmm. and.
1: And so I went in for the test. There was a bump. And then I went in for the follow-up test. No bump. And it was the point where, like, they were ready. They were going to do the biopsy. But they're like, hey, there's nothing here. Where would it go? And I'm like, oh, I healed it. And that's fine. Um, so That's amazing. I, and so I know I can. You know, like, of course I could heal things. But the gallbladder, like, I just knew it needed to come out. And uh, and mm-hmm. so my my mother-in-law is also an energy worker. And so she and I were in the hospital just, like, sending anything that needed to be taken out of my body, anything that didn't belong in my body, go to the gallbladder right now before the surgery and you'll all just come out with the gallbladder. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I swear this gallbladder must have weighed 15 pounds because we had put so much stuff in it. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's, that's amazing. I I love that you were also working together and that's what I noticed with, with people too sometimes, um, especially when people are just starting out on the spiritual path and they want to, you know, they want to make sure everything's aligned and perfect, have this balance and be great manifestors. They forget that, you know, you don't have to do everything yourself. You know, you can also ask other people, hey, help me with this prayer. Help me with this meditation. What do I need to do? How can I go about doing this, this, and this? So that's that's really awesome. Mm -hmm. Knowing
1: what to ask can be really hard. I know that I... So like I'll, I'll get into, you know, networking groups or spiritual connection groups and they'll be my turn for an ask and I'll be like, oh, I don't need anything. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I totally get it when people don't ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if there's something, it's, it's, um, and it's almost like, again, like we're trained to do everything ourselves. And I went to law school. You literally have to do everything yourself. It's considered unethical. You could get kicked out of school for having mm. a partner on a project, um, which is ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so it is, it is really hard to ask for help. And that's one of the, that's like one of the core things that I teach is how to ask for help and mm. how to say no. When someone asks you for like, I'm a giver, I'm, I'm way over giving. I have, you know, I, I have strong boundaries now, but I have not always had strong boundaries. And so I know what it's like to not be able to say no and to not be able to ask for help. I really do know what that's like. And it, and it can be terrifying, But it's just just, um, a learning experience of, you know, you do it one time and you don't die. And you're like, okay, I'm not going to die when I do this. Okay, and then maybe next time I can do it a little stronger. And then then you learn that, okay, the person's not going to hate me. Wow, so I didn't die and this person doesn't hate me? Why didn't I start this sooner? (laughs) Right.
0: Those are some of the main barriers people go through. And I was like that. I mean, I am super generous still, but you have to – that, You know, I had to have a, a good feeling about you. But I remember, oh, my gosh, my freshman year at college, and a guy would teach me how to play pool. And we were talking, talking, talking. And then he looked at me, he pushed his eyeglasses up. And he said, you can't be friends with everyone.
1: <laughs> you know, like what? that just blew my mind.
0: <laughs> like, wait, yeah. what? I'm
1: like what? What does that you even know? mean? No, everybody has to like me, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what are you
0: talking about? Like, I, I've been up in a pretzel just to be available for everyone. You know, you need this, sure, you need that. You know, be like, and and that's funny, but you know, it was a delay in you know my uh, ability to divinely align with my higher self. You know, the universe, because if you're so focused on trying to help people all the time and you don't help yourself first or you don't say no to anyone, you don't have time for yourself. And if you don't have time for yourself, how can you possibly, you know, uh, have this irresistible magnetic, you know, thing about you? You you can't because you're, you know – helping other people so
1: yeah (laughs) it's like it's like you're it's like you're reading my manual because that's the other thing is that really filling your own bucket is so important and and self-care is a big piece of of um what what i end up doing with people and that's a huge part of the healing is is figuring out how to do that because it's something that i had a huge huge struggle with myself you know like if you want to learn how to do something go to somebody who had to figure it out themselves (laughs) (laughs) I it was it was really tough for me to say yes to myself. And even like even when I, I just had my physical with my doctor and she knows I haven't been exercising and, and like all of the kind of complaints that I have, she's like, All of those would be fixed with exercise. You're not exercising. I'm like, No, I'm not and and she looks at me and she goes, I'm gonna give you my lecture now and I know you give this lecture to other people in your line of work. You need to start taking better care of yourself just for you. Look at exercise at that time that you're just taking care of yourself. She's like, I know you have a spiritual practice. What about if taking a walk was part of your spiritual practice? I'm like, yeah, I like taking walks, but it's too cold. She's like, well, what if you just, you know, stretched for a few minutes as when you're doing your breathing or your meditation or whatever you do? Just stretch while you're doing it. I'm like, all right, you have a point. You know, like, yes, this is exactly what I teach other people. <laughs>
0: Mhm exactly, exactly, and it, it's just again it, it's funny because sometimes we just don't think about it. you know, we in our zone, you know not, not not the peop not you know focusing on the people pleasing, but just when we're in our zone and we're doing things in our spiritual practice, we just forget you know to make that time you know to mm-hmm. do nothing or to go for that walk or stretch and other things like that is is uh is is interesting. Also, I saw the little uh, hand go up, so I'm not sure this person is ready from the 210 area code. Yes. Hello, you are, hello, hello. you're on the air.
2: Yes, it, it's uh, wonderful to listen to you ladies, and I was also enjoying um, listening to a healer. You know, I do, I've do. i done everything you've talked about, working on myself. I'm now my soul alignment, starting a new career um, based on me, which is kind of a scary door to walk through, but I did it. So I'm kind of in um, going toward living um, a path that I've wanted to live. But I noticed that my husband is not on the same path. And it seems like every time he turns around and starts to, to do well in business, well, the door, he says, you know, this is going to go through. It's really great. And then it doesn't go through. So, um, you know, you'll be dealing with a little bit of a salesmanship problem. But I can't quite get him on the same uh, road track that I'm on. So, what do you have in advice for him and me to encourage him i guess
1: yeah, I know it's it can be really, really tough um, when it's you know like you kind of see the energy of what's going on for the other person, but they're not ready to see things at that level, and so the only thing that that i that i that I do and that's what, what the what the best thing that I do and that not the only thing but the best thing that I do in that situation is i well, in my you know own spiritual practice, will consciously try to talk to their soul or their guides or their angels, whoever it is, and so speak to them on that level instead of trying to talk to his body and trying to you know go through it that way. And that's so that, that advice
2: because t- he doesn't he doesn't listen to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's it's not it's not ever going to work, you know. And I know I know a lot of people that have done. I mean, I'm fortunate that my husband and I kind of had our awakening at the same time and have been going on this path together hand in hand parallel. Um, but I know a lot of couples who are not like they had awakenings at different times. And, um, and some people, some, I know a lot of women who were just resigned that their husband were going to be muggles and that that was fine. And that they would just continue talking to them at the soul level and, and it's amazing, like 25 years later, some of these men are like, hey, I think I want to start doing yoga. Hey, I had a really cool dream last night, or like just like these things that are totally out of the blue. And it's not really, of course, out of the blue, but yeah, it's really it's magical when it happens. Well, good luck with that. I, I wish you the best.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree with uh, Gretchen. I was actually going to uh, recommend angels, it's because I, um, I, I'm i an angel therapy practitioner. Well, I, I haven't been married, so I don't know the dynamics of, you know, the husband and wife, what I do know is that working with Archangel Raguel really helps with uh, communication, especially in relationships. So, yeah, just as Gretchen was, was saying, on a soul level, because you're going to need some divine recruitment, right? You know, one way doesn't work. you got to figure out another way, right? So, yeah, Archangel Raguel, and um, if you like, uh, Doreen, Birch's book, Archangels 101, gives you the, the full bio of Archangel Raguel, exactly how to um, to work with him. But what you could do is you could just say, Archangel Raguel, here's the issue I'm having. Please relay what I'm trying to express to my husband on a soul level. And, you know, just say it every day, every day, you know, Archangel Ragriel, please surround my husband with your, you know, divine angel colors. Please help him to understand. You know, do it daily, and then you will begin to see a change. You know, it may be something subtle, you know, in in the beginning and up to a full-fledged, as uh, uh, Gretchen would say, oh, a dream or so forth and so forth.
2: <clears throat> Hello? Hello? Are you still there? Hello? 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 Are you there? Can you Hello? hear me? Can
1: you hear us? Hello? Sound Sound like she can hear us. Can you hear okay. me
0: now? Hello? Can you hear me, Gretchen?
1: I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay. Oh,
0: uh-huh. I can Hello? hear you. Hello? Hello? I don't think she could hear us.
1: No, I don't think so either. I've had this happen with Blog Talk Radio before. Uh, I'll try one more time.
0: Can, can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. Yes. Uh, were you able to, uh, I don't know when you got uh, cut off, but did you hear the part yes. where I was talking about Archangel Raguel?
2: Yes, and I, I will talk okay. to him and surround him. I have that, the Dorian Virtue one-on-one in the card. Awesome, Um awesome. And I've been working on my intuition for, you know, several years now. Um, so, and I, if I can just bring him along, he's listening more and more, even mm-hmm. though he's not re- um, committal or responsive. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's listening. He couldn't help but listen. So. <laughs> but I don't know how much he believes in all of this. I just don't think that he's on his path or... Um, He's not really seeing where he's at and where he needs to go. So I think I think using Arch- Archangel Ragiel is a really good thing, and appealing to his higher self is another um, great suggestion. So I'll do both of those. Awesome!
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, we are rooting rooting for you. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Thank you. Yes. Thank yeah. you. I-
2: because like you were saying, if you're going um, to be a problem solver, which he claims h- himself to be, well, then you need more problems to solve. But, <laughs> yeah. but if you're a problem, but if you're a solution expert, well, then maybe you can um, go on to the next solution.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, definitely.
2: So we'll work on some of those terms at home, too, to make things easier. Because life does not have to be hard. Life can be life can be joyful and it can be easy, but there are challenges, and for us to learn from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely true. And they
1: and they, they just keep getting harder if we don't listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I decided a while back that it was time for me to listen. So for the last uh, five
2: years, I've been listening <laughs> intently. Mm-hmm.
0: Amazing! Congrats Wonderful. on that. That's huge. Thank you. hmm Thank you, ladies. Well, thank, thank you, you so much for calling in. And, again, we are rooting for you.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: Oh, so Have a great weekend. You too, bye okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's great. The relationship dynamic is, is um, a very interesting one because if you're working by yourself, then you're really working with you and your higher self. But when you have a spouse, you know, or, you know, at least someone who you're interested in, you have them and then their higher self. So now you're working with, you know, two extra beings. So, yeah, that's that's pretty interesting.
1: And, um, you know, I, one of the reasons that I ended up leaving my first husband was that he just was unwilling to participate in any kind of conversation with me that was about anything more than mm-hmm the physical world and his aunt was a some kind of a spiritual practitioner like i don't know what i don't know i still to this day don't know what she did because it was you know weird and um and and so Mm. he would let her work on him but he didn't ever talk about Mm. it and when I, i started going to like um what was it i went to like this goddess group where we were learning about chakras and he was like i don't think i believe in that and I, and it was it was really really heartbreaking to me that I had married and we'd only been married a year, and that I, I had married someone who just didn't. I felt like he didn't care about me at that mm-hmm. point because he was just so closed off to all of that. And that isn't you know of course there's a lot of dynamics that happen in relationships and reasons why they end. But I, I mean I chose to leave, and that's a really was a really hard decision. But I was just kind of feeling mm-hmm. like I would be trapped if I stayed there, mm-hmm. and I would I would just end up being you know, the soccer mom for the rest of my mm-hmm. life. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it, it is heartbreaking because in, in my book, uh, To Be Goddess, Every Woman is a Goddess, Discover Your Domain in Which You Reign Supreme. I I, I do talk about uh, the women who don't embrace the goddess and, and a reason because it may sound silly to them or, you, <clears throat> excuse me, based on how they were uh, brought up. Uh, it's, it's just, you know, a taboo, it's sacrilegious, whatever the case may be. But it really is heartbreaking to me because it's this whole part of a woman, you know, that, that divine feminine energy that's in every single woman that they're just denying mm-hmm. because they're not even entertaining those thoughts. So, it, yeah, it, it can be very, very heartbreaking. And, you know, I, so, some people, you know, they have free will. You can't change them. But, yeah, it is truly heartbreaking when, when that happens. <coughs> So I want to do a quick recap because we're down to the last seven minutes. Time flies. <laughs> I enjoy listening to you. We're having fun. You. Oh, yes. Great, great stories and, and lessons being learned here. So um, actually, I want to give out your website again, and that is Hillergretchen.com. I was on there uh, a couple of times. It's a really cool website. Her bio's up there. It's great, great, great um, info available there. So a quick recap. I've got a free
1: gift. Oh, I've got a free gift when you go there. There's a link for a free gift. And we've been talking a lot about like setting good boundaries and knowing, like, kind of knowing what your superpower is and figuring that kind of stuff out. And so the free gift is a quick assessment that you can take that's about archetypes. And so I'll, when you take the assessment, I'll email you back what your archetypes are and a little mini reading about how that might be expressing in your life and some areas of opportunity that you have with them.
0: Awesome. I'm going to sign up for that. So cool. Um, I love learning about archetypes. That's that's one of my things. <laughs> but I love them too. Yeah, great great insights. I I really enjoy that. Um, so uh, a quick recap: expect the unexpected. When you are on your path to discover, you know, divinely um, alignment, aligned success. You know, there are several things that happen. And which will lead to the irresistible magnetism. And one is to expect the unexpected, you know, uh, outside the box, you know, the the miracles that happen, just, again, to expect the unexpected. Um, <clears throat> things that will fall, expect things to fall into place. But, of course, first you have to get over a few hurdles, you know. In order for things to fall into place, you have to accept, you know, that things will happen, but you have to connect with yourself first. You have to begin to say no set boundaries, entertain a thought. Is this what's it? Is there more to my life, to life in general? So, again, things will fall into place, but you have to get past a few things first. Um, You know, ask yourself, what do you want and need? And this goes back into saying no to other people, setting boundaries. Um, Eventually, you will see that a lot of things will become effortless because they will fall into place. Um, listen to your dreams at the beginning of the show. Gretchen was explaining how she had a dream about uh, how she was in the office um, with her her boss's boss, and the boss hurt her. And you know, so take note of the dreams because Gretchen was able to change what she did in her waking life, which was actually beneficial for her. So definitely pay attention to your dreams. And, um, <clears throat> you know, take that info and, and follow it. So don't brush it off. Take the information, follow it. Um, and, and then uh, I talked a little bit about uh, the taboos, why certain people don't um, embrace their their superpower in a way. Uh, Gretchen talked about the superpowers, the things that, you know, you're really great at, but most times you don't get paid for. It. And, and I connected that with people uh, believing that it's a bit of a taboo to, to do something that you love and get paid for it. <clears throat> and um and yeah, so that that's that's a a, a quick a quick recap <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Is there anything you'd like to add, Gretchen?
1: No, oh, that was really thorough. I just wanna encourage everyone who's listening that if you're feeling like there could be more, or you're feeling like stuck or frustrated or that things should be easier, then just, Set an intention tonight before you go to sleep. I want want to have a dream to help me with this. And no matter what you dream, that's the answer. And if it's puzzling to you, you know, come to my website. You can send me an email. I'll help you out figuring out what the dream means.
0: Mm -hmm. There you go. Also, I had (laughs) – excuse me. I am just battling this –
1: Oh, Gosh. I I'm I'm amazed that I haven't had a coughing fit cuz I've been having them all day. We've got the we've got the bug going around. All this cold weather has definitely made everybody <laughs> in the northeast sick.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, jeez. <laughs> um I have a webinar on February the 17th. Uh to talk about the sacred power of dreamtime healing. You can register for it right now. You can go to my website com. Go to the events uh tab is click on events, boom is right there, give you all the information uh you need to know about uh their webinar. You can register right there. <clears throat> if you subscribe to my newsletter, you will receive a 30-page workbook called Your 2014 Divine Manifestation Workbook. Uh it's awesome. <laughs> it's it is it, is really um it stems from a workbook I created uh <clears throat> for 2000 2000- thirteen which was uh created a dream board. It was eight pages and people loved it so I expanded <laughs> and made another workbook, thirty pages. <clears throat> and um my book is available to be goddess. You can go on Amazon, you can go on Barnes and Noble, type it to be goddess, Tia Johnson, it's right there and they're offering a discount on the books there. And I also posted a new moon blog post on my website how to work with the energies of the new moon. And there's also a mini YouTube meditation. It's less than three minutes. I made it that way, so you get a quick meditation um, going on throughout the day and, you know, continue on. And now the nice little lady on Blah Talk Radio told me I had 60 seconds. So <laughs> thank you so much, Gretchen, for coming on the show. I'm so Thanks, thrilled that you're it. Thanks, This is a lot it. of fun. Oh, same here. You get such great information, and, I again, I just – love that you took that 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 leap you just you just you know like there got to be more and i just love that you that you did that that's really amazing and kudos to you because that's really powerful what you did um no problem uh tune in next week uh shan vanderleek will be on to discuss the sacred life with uh trans transformation goddess so Everyone, tune in. We're going to talk more about transformation and strength and power, all that greatness. So thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. Have a wonderful, holistic weekend. This radio show is recorded. It's on iTunes, the podcast. So go and get this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so everyone, have a wonderful weekend. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Stop into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat, is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.